935,308. That was the precise number of travelers in the U.S. that passed through TSA airport checkpoints on Monday. Now, it sounds like a big number, and it is. More people traveled in the U.S. on this Labor Day holiday weekend than in any other weekend since the pandemic started. So, is the travel industry going to survive? In this edition of FinTech Friday, up, up, and away, the travel industry starts its comeback. I'm Silvio Tavares here in San Francisco on September 11th, and this is FinTech Friday, brought to you by Cardlinks. It's great to be with you. Travelers are starting to slowly come back to airports. The U.S. saw a milestone this week with more people traveling during the weekend compared to any other prior weekend since the pandemic started. And that is really good news. Now, the bad news is that the volume of travelers this weekend was still less than 50% of what it was before COVID-19. Where do we go from here in the travel industry? Is the industry making a comeback? To answer that question, it's really important because travel has an outsized impact on the economy. How much people travel is a key barometer of business activity. It's also a key indicator of disposable personal income and wealth creation. But for the fintech industry, it's even more critical because travel is a key driver of growth. For example, credit card spending is heavily tied to hotels, airlines, and entertainment. And of course, there's those airline loyalty points and status. They're key to the industry. So on today's show, we speak with one of the foremost travel and fintech companies in the world, Collinson, based in London, United Kingdom. The company has over $1 billion in annual revenues and owns numerous travel-related businesses, including the well-known Priority Pass Airport Lounge Network. They're also a formidable service provider to the world's largest banks, airlines, and merchants. In short, they have their finger on the pulse of what is happening right now in travel in fintech. Mark Roper is the market development director for the Value Dynamics Business Unit within Collinson. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Hey, Sylvia. I'm really good, thank you. How are you? Good. I am speaking today with you from San Francisco, where we are experiencing a, a heat wave and also some forest fires. Where are you today? So I'm in London in the United Kingdom. There is no heat wave here, I can tell you that. Fall has, has really started here and we're starting to feel the chill. Wow. Okay. Back to school season and uh, fall has arrived. A little bit more about Collinson. You guys, as you mentioned, are a leading travel services and loyalty company, and you work with many of the largest banks and airlines. Now, we in our family passed a big milestone. My son is actually going off to university. We just dropped him off and we went as a family. And this was the first airplane trip we had taken in some time from the West Coast to the East Coast of the United States. And one of the things I observed is both taking off and coming back, there really weren't that many people at the airport. Can you tell us what is happening right now in global travel? Yeah, sure. And, you know, and 
you you saying that's the first flight you've taken for for some time is just not untypical around the world now. And you know, that certainly applies to me and many of my colleagues who have not travelled for business for pretty much all of this year. And there really has been an impact on the the travel industry. And as you said, that that includes many of our clients. I think there are some real chinks of light though that are starting to show some some real positive trends for us. And whilst I can't sit there and and say, you know, travel is where we would all like it to be now, we're certainly seeing an uptick in customers accessing our airport lounges around the world. A lot of that is domestic travel at the moment, particularly in the US, in Russia and in China, the big land masses, people are are using planes to travel domestically. But also over the summer, there was a significant increase in short haul leisure travel, particularly in Europe. So whilst I can't tell you exactly how many people are getting on planes, we're certainly seeing a significant increase on a consistent basis into our airport lounges, which we're looking as a very positive trend. Very interesting. And and you point out that while travel is not at the same levels as we experienced last year, interestingly, where it is starting to come back is actually domestic within your own country, which is really interesting. Now, as you look out to, you know, the balance of 2020 and 2021, do you have a forecast as to when you expect travel to get back to normal? So I don't know if I have a forecast, but we have actually just completed some research with just over 22,000 of our Priority Pass members. We spoke to a a number of the customers about why they traveled prior to COVID. And over 50% of our Priority Pass members would typically travel for leisure purposes. And we asked a few questions of them. And one of the questions that we asked them is, when travel restrictions are lifted, when will you be willing to fly again? And 24% of the customers that responded to us said they would be prepared to start flying immediately, which I thought was absolutely illuminating. And 70% of customers said within six months, they would absolutely be be prepared to, to fly again. I think that just tells you that people are have got a pent-up demand to travel and people will be getting on planes again as soon as they have the opportunity to, to do so. There really is consumer demand to travel, but obviously we need to be able to get travel restrictions lifted before people can get back up in the air again. But, you know, the number that strikes me is that 70% number, 70% in six months, basically people signaling that if there are airplanes and good destinations and hotels are reopened, they'll, they'll be willing to get back on airplanes. That seems very, very positive. Now, as you know, banks, merchants, and airlines have historically really relied heavily on travel loyalty points to drive spending and engagement. With the reduction in travel because of the pandemic, what do you see as like the key technology that has emerged to fill that void left behind by travel loyalty points that we're all so familiar with? Well, I mean, the first thing I would say is I don't think we've seen the end of travel loyalty points. I think, you know, we might see might see a quietening of people being able to earn those points through their traditional frequent flyer or frequent guest programs. But there is clearly a demand still for travel rewards and, and travel loyalty. One of the technologies that I think we are starting to see, and I think this will only accelerate the opportunities for customers to be able to earn, is the ability to be able to card link online affiliate offers. And this is a you know a new capability that uh, Value Dynamics we have developed, where traditionally financial services brands have steered clear of online affiliate malls because it's been challenging for them to ensure that the the card of the issuer or the financial services brand was the card that was used at the point of sale. But our capability now 
means that we can validate that the correct card was used at point of sale. So I think we will start to see more financial services companies starting to move into the online affiliate space with card linking as a validation for them as well. And that's a, that's a new technology that I think we'll start to see coming through the balance of this year and certainly something that we're talking to our clients about. My next question for you, Mark, is Collinson Value Dynamics, as you just explained, has a lot of innovative new technologies that you're leveraging for banks and travel-related companies. But can you share with me like a recent example of what you do for these types of businesses? And in particular, what's the consumer experience like? Do you have any specific examples of some of these new technologies you're, you're deploying? Yeah, one that I'd love to tell you about, Silvio, is just a recent launch that actually only in the last two or three weeks One of our longer term clients has been Emirates Airlines in the Middle East, and they particularly wanted to start to reach customers outside of their homeland, outside of the United Arab Emirates, particularly into the UK and the US, where they do have a good number of customers. But obviously, those customers are having more difficulty in accruing and accumulating Emirates points because of their inability to be able to fly. So we've just launched card-linked offer programs for Emirates, both in the UK and in the US. So using our proprietary card-linked capability to enable Emirates to start to get greater reach and greater engagement with their frequent flyer members in countries outside of their homeland. We're also doing that for them through online affiliates in a number of countries as well, but we're particularly excited about the card-linking that we're doing. Congratulations on that. You're right, I hadn't heard about it. And that's a bit of a coup there. I think Emirates is frequently ranked as one of the world's top three airlines. So that's a very great marquee customer. I want to ask you a little bit about the future. Because for me, one of the things that surprised me about 2020 is how many unexpected things have happened, whether it's the pandemic, social unrest related to racial injustice, forest fires, uh, storms, I mean, you name it, we've had it this year. But as I look out to the future, I'm wondering if I'm going to be surprised by other things. And so I wanted to ask you about that from your vantage point atop what is a very global business. Collinson operates around the world as does Value Dynamics. What do you see on your radar screen that could surprise our listeners involved in digital commerce for the balance of 2020? I think there's a few things that people should be looking out for or or may already be experiencing. I do think we will see a resurgence in travel rewards as the COVID pandemic starts to hopefully be seen more in our rearview mirror. I, I don't just mean the accumulation of points or miles, but I think the ability to access travel related benefits as well. I also think we'll see some innovations, the ability to purchase food and beverage or duty free in a contactless way. I think travel rewards programs will evolve to reflect that. That's certainly one change. Travel being in our DNA, you know, we're already talking to a number of our clients about some of those innovations and opportunities. Uh, Another area that I think is really going to start to see an acceleration on is card-linked offers. And I I now see that we'll start to see merchants making card-linked programs a core part of their sort of advertising and marketing mix. You know, I'm really excited to learn more about Collinson Valley Dynamics. I think a lot of people know the Collinson company. It's a billion-dollar-plus company running one of the most well-known travel brands, which is the Priority Pass Lounge Network. But recently, you guys launched a new business called Value Dynamics. Can you tell me about what it is and, and why you started that business? 
So Collinson's been around for 30 years now, and most people know Collinson for Priority Pass, which is the world's premier airport lounge access program. We have over 1,300 airport lounges around the world. But Collinson does a, a whole bunch of other things. And you know, we are a loyalty company with real specialty in the travel and financial services space and run loyalty programs and engines for over 50 global brands. And we were doing this under the Collinson banner for uh, for a number of years. But one of the things that we identified is that most of our competitors tend to be small, nimble, agile companies that can be quick to respond and quick to market. And, you know, whilst Collinson isn't a huge company uh, yet, with that size does come some level of corporate governance. And, and we were conscious that we needed to be flexible and nimble too. So about nine months ago now, we set up Value Dynamics and spun that off from Collinson. But it runs as very much an independent organization. And we're already finding that's bringing uh, great results for us as we take the brand around the globe and start to really amplify that with many of our existing clients and new prospects. So, Mark. Thank you so much for joining us. Those were really great insights. That's Mark Roper, Market Development Director for Collinson Value Dynamics, speaking to us from London today. Coming right up, some closing thoughts on travel and the fintech industry. Most of us never forget our first solo trip on an airplane. For me, I remember it clearly. I actually flew on a TWA Boeing 747 from New York's JFK Airport to Paris Charles de Gaulle Airport. I was going on my first solo trip to Europe as a young man. I packed just one big backpack. Now, a lot has changed since that flight in the 1990s. TWA went out of business. Boeing actually announced just this week that it was getting out of the business of making 747 passenger jets in favor of making smaller, more fuel-efficient airplanes. Yet there are a few things that I am fairly certain will never disappear or go out of style. That is our innate desire to discover, our ingrained inclination as a human species to explore and to learn and to trade across borders. And as we've learned on today's podcast, the travel industry has not yet come back to full strength. But if the question is, will travel make a comeback? The answer is clear. It's a matter of when, not if. For FinTech Friday from the Cardlinks Association, take care of yourself and take care of each other. God bless you. This is Silvio Tavares signing off.